0: Just like we have government servants and people are very, very eager to become servants of the government. But they are not free. A person can choose to serve the government as an IS officer, an IPS officer, IFS officer. Or can choose to serve as an ordinary manager, engineer. Or can serve as a clerk or can serve as a peon, as housekeeping person in any capacity. But the person is not independent to act. A government servant has to abide by the orders of the government. He can choose to serve in any capacity he likes. Government is open to everyone. You can become a bureaucrat. Government will give you very nice facilities. You can serve in a middle position, little less facilities or ordinary position. Still, some facilities would be given by government basis in which capacity we are willing to act. But once we choose, we'll be forced to do certain kind of activities. Government decides that all these streets should be cleaned every day. Then somebody can choose. I want to offer as a street cleaner And then they would have to work like a street cleaner. They have to sweep the roads every day. And they will be forced to do that activity by the government. Or they can choose to act in any other capacity. So, of course, now some people are unemployed. But in Vedic culture, it was the king's responsibility to see that nobody is unemployed. Because empty mind is devil's workshop. So, retirement was there. Not that people can relax with an empty mind. So that they can engage rigorously in spiritual pursuit. So people were taking retirement after 50 years of age. So nobody is allowed in Vedic culture to remain free without any job. You can choose in which capacity you wish to act but you must act. Nobody is free. Because by acting according to our natural inclinations in the varnashrama system, person automatically advances towards Brahmanical culture, towards immortality, permanent happiness. Simply by doing their own duties. This is the beauty of Varnashrama system. So, either in the kingdom, in the Varnashrama system or now if somebody wants to serve, nobody is free. A person has to act. So, that is the position of a soul, living entity. Jivera, Swaroopohoe, Krishnera, das. we are all servants of Krishna. But when we are very, very eager to serve the government, but Krishna, oh, then we ask questions. What kind of God is Krishna? That he has become master and he has made us servants? This is not just, I am not going to accept Krishna's authority. But the same question we did not ask from our employer. We are willing to do anything in their seva. We do not ask that question from our parents. Our parents have produced us, obviously, for their enjoyment. They want us to cooperate with them in their desires. And then, of course, they are willing to give us all the pleasures. But the primary motive why a person produces family is for their own enjoyment. And the child never rebels. We don't rebel that. Oh, should we always respect you just because you produced us? No, you also should respect me. Why should I touch your feet? Why should I honor you? At least in a cultured family, of course, now the culture is going away. Now, we are not trained properly. We argue, we fight. Otherwise, that is not Vedic culture. Yudhishthir Maharaj, even though they were being plotted to be killed by Dhritarashtra and company, even Yudhishthir Maharaj was knowing this plot very well. They want to kill us, usurper property. Still, because he is on the level of their father, he very nicely took care of them. Even after the battle was over, Dhritarashtra and Gandhari were very nicely given all the royal comforts and all the respects. They were never put into any difficulties. So you wanted to burn us down in that house. You wanted to poison us. You wanted to kill us in so many. Just imagine this is the culture. You are supposed to do your duty very nicely. So we never rebel in any cultured family. Even today, Uh, the children respect the parents. They are not supposed to um, uh, tell parents. So you touch my feet. Nobody does even in uncultured families. So we don't uh, um, violate this relationship with the parents. Parents are always respectful for us, even with our spouses. gulam He is dancing everywhere in the Bollywood flick. And uh, we don't mind becoming servant of our spouse. We don't mind becoming servant of some capitalist. And just the rigorous endeavor we undertake we spent so many years of education and it's not a very pleasant thing as soon as there are vacations children enjoy like anything it's a very very horrible thing but we spend 15 20 25 years in this rigorous education 8 hours 10 hours of work every day day after day why we are working so hard just to satisfy the whims of a capitalist a rich person wants me to go to this to this, through this system so that I can be employed as their servants and I do not mind that 25 years I'll work very hard to become qualified so that I can serve somebody I can serve Zuckerberg or Elon Musk or uh, uh, Jeff Bezos or Steve Jobs so that I can just serve them I'm so eager and if they select me as their servants, I become so glad. I post it everywhere, share with all the friends and relatives. See, I've been chosen to become servant of this company or servant of government. So we are very eager to become servant of capitalist, servant of government. But when it comes to serving Krishna, oh, I don't want to follow rules and regulations. I want freedom in my life. I This is my life. I want to do the way, live the way I want. I don't want to bind myself as per some some book but this question does not come while following the education they will bind themselves by the book and the system and the exams somebody else is making them do the activity which they are not interested in doing but they will do it not just 25 years entire life they will take education and then they will take become qualified to become servants and then they will keep on serving them very very nicely entire life so we don't mind serving any other person entire life but with krishna this question comes in our mind why we are servants of god this question doesn't come with parents with spouse with our employer but it comes with krishna that is why krishna tells i am speaking this knowledge to you arjun because anasuya you are not envious of me so knowing god is easy provided this envy is taken out of heart a we are having various struggles and miseries in our life all those miseries can be resolved immediately if we have this conviction if we develop this attitude that I am servant of Krishna I accept it and then there is no misery in our life from that moment onwards. Otherwise, we are anyway servants. We are servants of everyone. We are servants of our senses. Eyes are pulling us. Ears are pulling us. Tongue is pulling us. Belly is pulling us. And helplessly, we are forced to work according to the forces of the body. So thus, we are servants. We are not free. But if we choose to become servant of Krishna, then there is unlimited pleasure, immediate enlightenment, freedom from diseases, old age, death, and all the problems of life. So those who... Uh, decide that i am servant of krishna realize this fact i am anyway supposed to remain servant if i do not serve krishna i have to become servant of everybody servant of my mind body senses other people and then i will be helpless how will i be helpless as krishna explained in the last verse what was the last verse prakratya eva chakramani kriyamanani sarvashaha Ya pasyati akartaram sa pasyati. one who sees one who can see that all the activities are performed by the body which is created of material nature and sees that the self does nothing actually sees so this is the real vision that self we are doing nothing but as per the body that we have acquired we desire to enjoy this world in a certain way Just like people do various kinds of jobs, that is their designation, somebody calls himself um, manager, a clerk, an engineer, or in any position they may call, these are designations. Similarly, we get some designations, Indian, American, man, woman, everything as per our desire. But as we can understand, no person in his job is satisfied. In a similar fashion, nobody becomes satisfied in serving these bodily designations. So one is forced to act, if somebody is raising hand, we'll be taking questions. You can please try to hear. Many questions will be answered in course of the session. And then we will definitely take all the questions. So in a similar fashion, material nature gives us certain bodies as per our illusory desires. I thought, oh, if I crack this exam, I'll be very happy. So if you have karma in this life, you will crack. Otherwise, you'll work hard krishna will inspire you how to have right punya do charity do tapasya and uh, in this way do yagyas. and by yajna tapa and dana punyas you become qualified to have benefits material benefits in your life only to realize you are not satisfied in that position also in this way krishna allows us to see all the positions that we desire in this world and suffer unlimited births deaths and whatever miseries are there so that we become convinced no there is no happiness in any post in any position in material world so meanwhile when the living entity is taking on bodies in illusion we think i am doing something just like we wake up from dream and we realize "Oh, dream what i was doing all such activities i should not have done i was helplessly doing all such things similarly now i think i have freedom but actually i have no freedom Helplessly, nature is pushing me to do all the activities in animal life. completely, we are con- under control in human life. We have got little freedom of choosing the modes in which we want to serve the government in human form of life. I can elevate myself to guna I can agree to be controlled by guna or rajaguna Tamoguna mix of all these qualities. so this freedom I have, so I can either. Uh, serve as uh, just like government servant or i can serve any capitalist i can serve uh, customers in my own business so this freedom i have so in a similar fashion in human form of life we have freedom in which way i want to work but work will always be done by material nature if government does not want a bridge to be built no government engineer can build the bridge isn't it? So we understand actually government is doing activity. We say government has built the golden corridor. So this pop-up is disturbing me. Somebody is raising hands. So please do not do it. Otherwise, uh, I have to block you from the meeting. So please cooperate. We will take up all the questions. Don't worry. This pop-up disturbs, you know, if you have to talk on the subject matter. So again, it is happening. I'm sorry. I have to remove. Please give me some time. so i'm sorry so government decides that i have to build the golden corridor i have to make bridges and some people can choose to act as instrument so similarly we can choose to act as instrument in which instrument i want to sit i can have instrument of king i can have instrument of brahmana i can have instrument of a teacher i can have instrument of um street cleaner any instrument i can choose but the nature will force me so this is called real vision everybody is acting as per the plan of nature nature wants to produce some weapons now some people who are having that tamasic tendency they will produce weapons and create mass destruction nature wants to destroy some scientists will be engaged to develop nuclear bombs so don't think it has come by chance all their bombs all these bombs will be used and what civilization we have built overnight one day we wake up and see all the skyline is collapsed skyscrapers have collapsed so this is going to happen so nothing is by chance nature is doing it so nature can choose to act in a certain way and then nobody can stop it so thus this is a real understanding of this verse which is very important anything that we are producing in this world just like in a computer game you are allowed to make buildings produce something but all those things have been already produced by the programmer So thus material nature has already decided like this way, these things are going to manifest. We can simply choose to act as instruments. So this is called real seeing. All activities are performed by the body, which is created of material nature. And one who can see that, that the self does nothing actually sees. So we are simply in human form of life, choosing to act as instrument in other forms of life. We cannot choose to act as instrument also. We'll be acting as instrument helplessly in that particular machine only. Now, the nature of this machine, we can change that freedom we have got. So if we elevate ourselves to Guna by following the Dharma's rules and regulations given by the various Acharyas who are intimate associates of God, who come as messengers, pass on the same information, which God has conveyed us in his incarnation. If we follow these instructions, then we increase freedom in our life. Just like in a prison house, some prisoners who behave decently, they are made supervisors. They can control other citizens. So they are made demigods. Those living entities who abide by all these instructions, they can control other living entities. And the more we follow these rules and regulations, the more we come to Sattva Guna, our freedom keeps on increasing. So that's the aim of human form of life is to, elevate ourselves more and more in satvaguna have an instrument which is more and more controlled by the satvaguna satvaguna is the energy if it is pure energy it is enlightened state and only when we come to satvaguna we can understand this material world actually really what it is what to speak of spiritual reality for spiritual reality we have to transcend to satvaguna here satvaguna is not pure it is mixed by Rajaguna and tamoguna so we have to elevate ourselves to should the satva state or Vasudev state on that state we can understand krishna consciousness but at least to understand even the reality of this material world we have to have a body which is completely satvik. so by krishna consciousness we can quickly transform how much of our tamasic body i am having if i'm eager to follow rules and regulations i can make my body satvik. and what happens when we have a sattvic body we can understand this thing The whole world is thinking we have to change. We have to do this. We have to do that. Sir, you cannot do anything. You cannot help anybody in this world. Nature is helping. Nature is destroying as per the karma of the living entities. You can choose to act as instrument. So wise person will think if I am only an instrument, anyway, those things are going to happen. That help is going to happen. That destruction is going to happen. Then why am I wasting my time like that? The activity which is anyway fixed. So that is why in Bhagavatam it is mentioned, heto ko vido, an intelligent person does not work hard for any material end, but he works hard for spiritual end. Spiritual destiny is not fixed. So that is why devotee also works very hard. Without hard work, there is no spiritual advancement. A comfortable life can never fetch a spiritual advancement. Whatever my mind is dictating, I am doing that. Even in Krishna consciousness, my mind told me, watch this nice video, little Krishna is going on. Or this nice Kirtan is going on. Something is going on. That will not bring very significant spiritual advancement. When has to agree to become servant of Krishna and spiritual master servant. We have to become. If you don't become servant of Krishna. Just like sometimes the intelligence agents. You, tell, you become our informer. Otherwise we will uh, put you in jail. So some people do that and they are given rewards. They become informers of the government rather than of the enemy. So we can choose to become servant of krishna and spiritual master otherwise we'll be servant of illusory energy and service of maya brings ever-growing frustration in our life so that is why in krishna consciousness also we can go in maya so krishna consciousness also we have to follow as per the strict guidance of the spiritual master discipline tapasya and hard work is required but a devotee works hard not for material end but for spiritual end for spiritual results he tries to advance in spiritual life and tries to make others also advance in spiritual life. And when a person works in this capacity, very soon we elevate ourselves to Satvaguna. And then we can understand that the self is different from the body and the self does nothing. All the things are simply being done by body under control of material nature. Ahankar vi karta aham itimanyate but foolish soul. Especially foolish. Vimudha. Muda means foolish. Vimudha means specially foolish. Thinks I am the doer. I am doing something. Like two lizards were talking. One lizard tells, oh, the sky is very nice. Let us go and have a look. So the lizard tells, no, no. If I come out and see the sky, who will hold the ceiling? The ceiling will come down. <laughs> so lizard is thinking I am holding the ceiling in place. So this is uh, ignorance. But a wise person... Sattvic person can see this, and then what do we see? Identity collapse. This is the beginning of spiritual realization. When a sensible man ceases to see different identities, yada separate identities. When a sensible man ceases to see different identities, which are due to different material bodies, he attains to the Brahma conception. Thus, he sees that beings are expanded everywhere. So a sensible man, he stops seeing different identities. He stops seeing intelligent man, dull man, fat man, thin man or woman, black woman, white woman. He sees animal, reptile, fishes. He sees he, he ceases to see all these different identities. He understands same beings, the living entities. Mama, Jeeva, Loke, Bhuta, Sanatana. They are expanded everywhere. So as we discussed in previous session, we do not identify the driver with the vehicle, with the automobile he is having. We understand we are the same human beings. So he understands same beings, spirit souls are expanded everywhere. But these differences of mind and body are only because of this external covering so that is why a sensible man ceases to see different identities my enemy my relative my friend my foe. these are all mental concoctions so actually this is not reality we love somebody we think they are my people this is an illusion because from birth somebody has taught us they are my people From birth, we could have seen different people. Somebody would have told us, they are your relatives. We could have started loving them. They are my people. Aham Meti. So in this illusion, we think these are my people. These are not my people. These are illusions created by Maya. So actually everybody belongs to me because everybody belongs to Krishna. This is real vision. But a person who is not having Krishna consciousness then he will separate these are my people these are not my people these are relatives these are enemies competitors so sensible man ceases to see these different identities different designations for him there is no difference between friend foe enemy he prays for the best good for his worst enemy also if anybody is coming to kill him even he will defend himself definitely because this body should be used for krishna consciousness but he will not become envious of the other person he will understand my karma is only coming to me If somebody gives trouble to me, one understands that is my karma coming to me, does not become envious with the other person, does not curse the other person or animal at the same time defending the body. So because this body also belongs to Krishna. So living entity very clearly sees that these different identities are all simply creations of illusion. So thus, many times people ask. So why you are telling us to love God? I love my parents. So I see them as God. So is that not sufficient? so we tell them yes you can judge for yourself you please try to love your parents very nicely and see whether that gives you satisfaction in your life or not and whether it gives them satisfaction or not so nobody on the material platform is satisfied how much ever so-called love and affection we show the object of love is never satisfied and we are also never satisfied by expressing such love we can love any person our boyfriends girlfriends husbands wives or parents or friends or relatives they will never be satisfied with our service and we will also never be satisfied serving them senses will always demand oh uh, we should do this also we should do that also because this is a mental concoction that they are my people by serving them i'll be happy this is mental concoction this is not a fact because everyone is following the same thing no everybody's in the same groove everybody's following same process take education get married and serve the people who you think they belong to you and this the result of this process is tremendous frustration in the society nobody's satisfied with everybody from joint it has become nuclear family in nuclear also explosion has happened nobody is satisfied with every anybody because this is illusion it is a wrong illusion just like a moth thinks i'll be happy in fire person enters into household life and then he realizes it has become fire it has become embarrassment initially it is always pleasurable that is the nature of material world material happiness is nectar in the beginning rajasic happiness usually we enjoy that and later it is poison and sattvic happiness is poison in the beginning so spiritual life may not give very much taste Oh, getting up four o'clock in the morning so tough cold water bath in winters also very tough eating only krishna prasadam very tough going out for book distribution very tough people insult people do this thing what do i do it can be troublesome controlling the senses it is difficult in the beginning but then the end result is nectar so rajasic happiness is nectar we will see all this very nicely krishna explains and we fall for that trap it is nectar material it will be nectar in the beginning junk food is nectar but the result end result is poison So that is the nature of entire material happiness. So yes, we have to respect everybody because as long as we are in this material world, what to speak of our family, relatives, elderly people, wise people, teachers, even an ant should be respected because Paramatma is living in the body. So respect is given to all the living entities at all times. A person acts very nicely as per the structure of this world. But one needs to understand this is only my duty. A person does duty without any attachment. Next company goes and starts doing his duty again without any attachment. So in that fashion, we do our duty very nicely, but without any attachment for elevating everybody in Krishna consciousness. But one should not think one should not remain in this illusion by serving them. I'll be happy. No, these are all mental concoctions. I think by loving this person, by having a good friend, I'll be happy. Having a good relative, I'll be happy having a good job or car or comforts i'll be happy no the whole world is seen now so we have to have a proper understanding of god's knowledge bhagavad-gita he's telling this will not satisfy but our relationship with god is eternal just like a leaf is part and parcel of tree we are part and parcel of krishna unless we agree to abide strictly by instructions of krishna love krishna we will never be satisfied and that is true If we choose not to serve Krishna, we can serve anybody and everybody. We will not be satisfied. And as soon as we choose to serve Krishna, then we are always satisfied. Then it does not matter what is happening to me. The whole world can become against us. The physical conditions may not be good, but a person is satisfied despite all those inconveniences. As we were hearing uh, uh, the memories of a very senior Mataji. She is very old now, must be in 70s. And she's American. And she uh, uh, was telling uh, America is just, it was, it is now also in that time gap was even much more. Even now in India, we do not have American cities, anything like American cities or even American villages and America that time Gulf, no comparison. And uh, she was telling that how Prabhupada brought us back to India. Nowadays, uh, we are seeing that there are some comforts, so many comforts here. And, uh, but we were not using all these luxurious cars and all. And uh, my husband was there. He was having a bicycle. We will do book distribution entire day. And she very nicely told bicycle, they would rent it sometimes. And she would sit on the carrier and husband would be there in this way. They would go out and preach. So just see, Uh, even the external externally, it is very, very difficult, but serving Krishna makes you completely satisfied. Otherwise, what is this wretched life? If a person has to leave American lifestyle and ride on the carrier of a bicycle, it is a wretched life below poverty line. But this below, so it is foolishness, tremendous and gross foolishness that we have to be above poverty line. The Brahmanas always kept themselves at the bottom of the poverty line. Brahmana will not have money for the survival, next day's survival. As Dronacharya was not having even enough thing to feed milk to his child. And teacher of the Pandavas, very exalted personality. So, Brahmanas will keep themselves completely dependent on Krishna. This art we have to learn. Dependence on God, love of God, being servant of God. So, Brahmanas are at the bottom of the poverty line. They don't store anything. They will get 1 lakh of rupees. They will just keep something for their maintenance. Rest, they will again donate or spend for Krishna consciousness. They will organize a festival or they will distribute uh, literatures or like that. They will spend everything. No accumulation. And Brahmanas are the people who are always happy. This is the quality of a Brahmana. And the quality of Shudra is they are always lamenting, always crying. So, Brahmana is always very, very happy who is at the bottom of the poverty line. So, actually, there is no end to the foolishness which has grabbed today's civilization in absence of this wonderful Vedic knowledge. So, this is what we have to understand Krishna is our eternal relative only when, and this is proof. There is enough proof. There's not something new we are discussing. Thousands of years ago, same shlokas were being read and followed, and people made their lives perfect by following this thing. And these are new things what we are learning now democracy, capitalism, communism. New things are coming, and we see it is collapsing. Nobody is able to derive any happiness out of it. So, thus, Krishna is eternal reality. We can love anybody, serve anybody, no satisfaction. We love and serve Krishna, all satisfaction. In spite of all the external difficulties, so thus, if we follow Krishna consciousness nicely, this is the first step. We understand there are no separate identities here. In my mind, I have created "aham" "mameti." This belongs to me. This does not belong to me. So we have to come out of this. Thus, we see same spiritual beings are expanded everywhere, having different dresses. Then what is a quality? What is a feature of this most important substance within this body, which makes this body valuable? What is a property? We study properties of matter in our chemistry books and basic sciences. And the whole science is about studying properties of matter. But we are not studying the property of spirit, which is the most important thing of this body. Spirit is out. Consciousness is out. Matter is of no use. So here Krishna describes the properties of spirit those with the vision of eternity so we do not have vision of eternity we think this body is finished everything is finished let me enjoy like anything but people who understand spiritual knowledge they have eternal uh, vision i have taken so many births i have continued the same activity and I will continue in the same way if I don't uh, surrender to Krishna. They are able to see that soul is transcendental, eternal, and beyond the modes of nature. Despite contact with the material body, O Arjuna, the soul neither does anything nor is entangled. Again, Krishna is telling soul does not do anything, soul can simply helplessly follow the other non human bodies. In human bodies, soul can choose to conduct body in which mode of nature but the soul does nothing material nature does everything soul does nothing nor is entangled so if i hit some other car then i will be taken out and i'll be given punishment but this does not happen in this material world the soul is never entangled in this material world soul simply because of thinking i am this body suffers the suffering which are given to the body But the soul is never entangled in this material world. Soul does not mix with anything. It is transcendental. The sky due to its subtle nature does not mix with anything. Although it is all-pervading. Similarly, the soul situated in Brahma vision does not mix with the body, although situated in that body. The soul anyway does not mix with the body because it's a different substance. Just like oil does not mix with water. So consciousness does not mix with matter at all. Although situated within this body. So consciousness is always separate, but we do not realize that. Just like I am separate from the character I can choose in a virtual computer game. In a similar fashion, this character has been given to me, but I am different from this character always. But the soul which is in Brahma vision understands, then uh, such a soul does not mix with this body. So even though the body is suffering, those things will not go to the soul. Yatha krisnam lokam imam ravihi tatha krisnam bharata. Now, what is the source of this consciousness? So this has been a very, very bewildering question for the scientists. They are thinking, what is this uh, consciousness from? Where does it come? Is it there in the blood? Is it there in the brain? But uh, earthworm is not having brain. How earthworm is conscious? Plants and trees are not having brain. So how plants and trees have consciousness? It's a very big question. It cannot be because of brain. So what is that thing which is creating consciousness in plants? What is there inside a plant? you'll find some fine tubes carrying water carbohydrate and combination of starch and all these things and how uh, consciousness is manifest because of that in earthworms body. You don't find any complex organs that we have unicellular organisms, single cell. So it means consciousness arises something from within the cell. Also, it is not the result of any combination. What is there? Something which is present within even inside the cell, which is producing consciousness. So they are bewildered, they don't understand. So there is no need of bewilderment and there is no need of research because we have mistake committing tendency. So Krishna tells save time. Please take knowledge from me. Yatha prakashyati eka. Krishna, God has made very clear. Ekaha, eka means one. prakash Prakashyati means illuminates, just like one Ravihi. Ravi means sun. kritsnam Loka means entire world, entire universe. O son of Bharat, as the sun alone illuminates the entire universe, so does the living entity, one within the body, illuminate the entire body by consciousness. Kshetram, Kshetri. Kshetra is thus body. Kshetri means one who lives in the body. Krishna means entirely, completely. prakashayati Bharata. The soul illuminates entire body by consciousness, just like the sun illuminates entire world by its light. So thus Krishna is telling. It is simple to understand. A uh, battery operated toy appears to be animated so this animation is happening because of battery smaller big cells which are fitted in the body of that toy in a similar fashion in this toy something just like battery is making it animate making it making it conscious why we are telling no? if you combine toy in certain way automatically it becomes conscious no you have to put external batteries no amount of material combination will put the toy into animation in some similar fashion external soul has to enter in, in this machine in this machine then only the machine becomes animate and conscious so that krishna is telling here the creator shetri tatha krishna It is the shetri the soul which illuminates which is a source of consciousness for this body and we are actually that soul we are conscious the body is not conscious we see through the eyes we hear through the ears Or we can hear through the mind directly. We can talk on the mental platform. We can hear the voice of mind. So we are hearing. Either the signal enters from the ears, goes to the spine, goes to the brain, from brain, goes to the mind. And we hear it or directly in the mind we can talk, in the mind we can hear. And within that actually we are talking and the soul has the capacity of talking. Soul has capacity of hearing. The soul has capacity of tasting. But we do through these bodies. So thus krishna has made this conundrum of consciousness very very clear it is the soul which is the source of consciousness and we are that soul we are eternal then lord krishna concludes this chapter by this important verse one who knowingly sees this difference between the body and the owner of the body and can understand the process of liberation from this bondage also attains to the supreme goal. So knowingly, one has to see the difference. Automatically, it is not possible by Jnana Chakshusha. What is called Jnana Chakshusha, there are these Chakshu eyes which we have got. These eyes will produce illusory concept of the world. As we have discussed enough, the dream world and the mirage, these are all illusions. So these Chakshus of... Gross chakshus or mental chakshus, they will put us into illusion. So that is why things have to be seen through gyan chakshusha, through eyes of knowledge. We don't see COVID virus through these chakshus, but gyan chakshusha, they are telling, do not touch other surfaces, do not uh, touch the body of a person who is infected. So this is called gyan chakshu. Through gyan chakshu, I am seeing COVID. These symptoms are there, or COVID is there within you. Gyan chakshu. So directly, we cannot perceive because uh, this world is created by god so this illusion which exists in the world that is also created by god so it is natural to get illusion by it because this illusion is also created by god so we should not think why it is so confusing it will be very very confusing because this confusion is created by god illusion is created by god to satisfy our independent desires so that is why it is impossible to break this illusion unless the creator himself gives the direction how to come out of this illusion he breaks the illusion he is the creator of this illusion god is supreme powerful nobody thus can come out of it without god's help so thus it is simple to understand that we can understand god has created this world as systematic design all the species all the perfect designs anatomy of the body the genders of this world the ecosystem so many systems within the body So illusion is also created by God. So if we take shelter of God, we'll be out of it. So knowingly through Gyan Chakshusha, Gyan given by God, we can understand this knowledge. So one who knowingly sees this difference between the body and the owner of the body and can understand the process of liberation. So Krishna is telling over and over again, Bhuta Prakriti Mokshamcha, the liberation, that is the aim of life. That is what makes you happy. So it is very simple. We need freedom to be happy, is it not? So uh, any person who is bound, there is no happiness. So now we see that we are so much bound. All our senses are pulling us entire day. We do not want, but we get carried away by those things. And then in the office or in the business, we are bound again by the activities dictated by others. And such a life of bondage does not make anyone happy. So it is simple. Any knowledge which is setting you free, that is called real knowledge. So today's education system, if we take it, makes us more lusty and more greedy. That puts us more into bondage. So thus, that is not knowledge that is called ignorance in the name of knowledge, wrong knowledge. So which people are giving us this knowledge, what we are discussing here? These are all liberated people. So that is why devotees, first of all, they don't do any job because material desires are not there or very, very minimal. So nobody can control them to work for them. So they are liberated. And then advanced devotees, they are liberated from biological needs. Also, as we have discussed so many case studies. So just imagine the body cannot give you trouble. Mind cannot give you any trouble. Other living entities cannot give you any trouble. This is called freedom. So thus, this is the proof that this is real knowledge. And it is very simple. We have to be free in order to be happy. And actually, we can never be completely free because our nature is we are very small, infinitesimal sparks, marginal potency. Just like we cannot be absolutely free, either we follow government nicely or we'll be made to follow the rules of the jail. So in a similar fashion, real freedom, just like real freedom means following the government. There also you have to follow some rules and regulations, traffic rules, civil rules and the rules of the society where you are living. All these few rules you follow, then so many facilities you can take advantage of government has wonderful arrangement in a similar fashion if we simply agree to abide by krishna and krishna does not want us to do any job like government krishna simply wants us to love him engage in his loving service so the devotee serves krishna krishna serves his devotee and then this is the way of bhuta prakriti moksham getting freedom from this material entanglement so it's a very, very scientific process. There are unlimited evidences. So let us try to become servant of Krishna. Follow these rules and regulations very nicely. In association of devotees, do sadhana very nicely and try to become free. Every day we should see how much free I am becoming in my life. How much I am able to overcome the forces of this material nature. And uh, this thing can be done. The most important factor to attain this and is chanting of the holy names very, very nicely. With great attention. We should try to chant minimum 16 rounds. Otherwise, the entire day, please keep on chanting. Please always focus on this chanting very, very nicely. And all the other rules and regulations that we have, that is just so that we can chant purely the Hare Krishna Maha mantra So now let us practice this very wonderful process. And after this, we will take up questions. So those who are new, this process is very, very simple. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare.